0: The podcast you are about to hear contains tales of murder, mayhem, news, and nonsense. Welcome back to Tidings and Transgressions. This is episode number nueve.
1: Nine.
0: Nine. Big niner.
1: Niner, niner.
0: Almost making it to double digits. Um, I know we've had a bit of a rough patch with our schedule.
1: I mean, I think it's the holidays. That's I'm going to blame the holidays.
0: No, it's definitely because of the holidays. I just, you know, I feel like we need to address it. I just, if we've got loyal listeners and they're waiting every week for us,
1: my apologies to you.
0: My sincere apologies to you. We're we're trying to get back on track. I know we've got Christmas is two weeks away. Yes, not but, even.
1: But I've already started the research for the next episode. So normally, what I do is at Addie's Wednesday practice, I research for the Sunday recording. However, today, Sunday, a full three days in advance of the usual time, I have already have one and a half full pages of notes.
0: All right. So you heard it here first. Kate is going to get us ready to rock and roll. So we'll have two episodes, one Sunday the 11th. Correct. One Sunday, December 18th. Woo! Locked, loaded, ready to go.
1: Absolutely.
0: Exciting stuff.
1: Exciting stuff. And then, you know what? Even though it's the holidays, we have a little bit more downtime because we're not working.
0: It's true. I mean, we're currently working.
1: We're currently working. I wish I wasn't. Accurate.
0: But, you know. When are you going
1: to quit that job?
0: I don't know. Where are my sponsors? Where are you at, Bing?
1: (laughs) Come on, Bing.
0: Hook a brother up. Um... (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, shenanigans.
0: But, um... Holidays. Yeah, holidays coming up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we've got some giant inflatable decorations, you know, strewn across the front yard, so that's exciting. The, the
0: lights are up, the house is decorated, Yeah, Christmas shopping is moving along.
1: Yeah, we'll say moving along, because I keep thinking I'm done, and then I'm not done.
0: You know, first world problems.
1: Teacher gifts. Anybody gotten any ideas for teacher gifts? Completely forgot those.
0: I have no idea. These, these things are beyond my scope of work.
1: That's that's when the, the magical holiday fairy just shows up and takes care Don't of those Don't they things. just automatically get those? <laughs> like the Christmas family pajamas that show up every year.
0: Exactly. I mean, I own pajamas, so that doesn't bother me as much. <laughs> By pajamas, I mean like a pair of gym shorts and a t-shirt.
1: Yeah. I'm a grown man. I mean, do like men wear pajamas? Like actual pajamas?
0: I mean, capital M or lowercase, because I feel like one of those probably wears pajamas. Capital. Men versus
1: Oh, oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay, so like if you own pajamas, do you also sleep in them? Because like what I wear to like lounge around the house is quote unquote pajamas, but it's not necessarily what I sleep in.
0: That's that's fair. I saw a thing on, on Facebook today and it was asking what you slept in and it was like all these choices. Yeah. And it was like various combinations of tops and bottoms for men and women. Yeah. And one of the choices for a woman was like bra, no underwear, which like what what kind of psychopath are you? No,
1: that's that is terrible. That is that is extremely uncomfortable and a hard no.
0: Yeah. I mean, and like imagine, I don't know, somebody wakes up and jumps out of bed and it's just a bra. (laughs)
1: Like, right? I'm sorry. Were you drinking last night? The visual of that is just, like, stunning. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: So, I mean, if you are somebody that sleeps like that, email us. Don't email us.
1: No, email us because, like, I have so many questions. I don't know what those questions are.
0: (laughs) The question's going to be, like, name and um, when you do commit your murder, can we cover it first? (laughs) Can we have the exclusive? Clearly you're a psycho.
1: Clearly, clearly you're a psycho.
0: So, speaking of murder as we often do. Segway. Segway. What are we talking about today?
1: Uh, I have a murder for you. I actually have multiple Why murders. Why are you covering your face? I don't know.
0: Uh, <laughs> like, We've got a microphone. You're you're hurting us here.
1: Oh, sorry. My bad. Sometimes I forget that there's a microphone and that I'm not just talking to you um, and that people might not be able to hear me if I am waving my hands about. In... Well,
0: because I have the audio editing skills of a third grader, I think.
1: I mean, I feel like you're doing pretty good for a third grader. Do you know grader. what I realized
0: when we were setting this up? Like the other day when it was like, oh my gosh, it's only coming out of one speaker not the other side? Yeah. Because I thought I was changing the sound. Yeah. I wasn't. There's two little slides here. This one adjusts the volume. The other one next to it adjusts the stereo balance. Oh, So I think I snap. was like, oh, it's not loud enough. Let me put you put my voice just in your left ear. And we'll put Kate just in your right ear. Well, that way
1: it's like you're sitting between us. <laughs>
0: you're stuck.
1: You're stuck in the middle of our bizarre conversations. That's it. Welcome to our brains.
0: Maybe I did it to you on purpose. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. Huh. Do you want to see what the difference is, though? No. If you're listening at home, ready? All the way to the left. Hello. All the way to the right for James. And Hello. Then... No, it's just, my, just oh. my microphone.
1: I thought you were doing mine.
0: No, I will, though, if you would like me to. Yeah. I'm trying to make it. Now I can't get it to go back to zero. Oh, oh I'm already no. to the left. You're going too far left. Uh, Pretty close.
1: You're going to have to edit this out. This is just weird. <laughs> I guess
0: I could just type in zero. Here we go. Okay, you want to go to the left or the right?
1: Hello. I just that to say question. hello. was a question. I just want right, to say hello. All right, I'm just hello. slowly moving you back and forth hello. each side.
0: I have no idea what that's going to do. So if it's you're at home, I apologize. Okay. Listening. Well, Anyways, that was sorry. a fun little experiment. Sorry. Way off topic. Um what's up what's our what what's the case we're hearing about so, today?
1: so James, sometimes I like to ask you uh, loaded questions uh, yes, but sometimes I like to ask you innocuous questions like, hey, any genre or type of case and you were like, hey, can you cover a murder from the 19, between the 1970s and the 1980s And I was like, that is a wildly large time period one
0: okay that's fair
1: two you couldn't have you could not have picked a time period that had more ser- more serial killers in it it is literally I mean like son of Sam btk like every serial killer you have like ever heard of charlie manson they're all from that time period
0: was that lady from florida that was murdering people on the highway that charlize theron got fat and ugly for was she in the, that time frame too
1: i don't know what you're talking about so no. i cannot answer that question i think
0: the movie was called monster
1: okay that still doesn't help me
0: i'm gonna find her real name
1: okay cool 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 cool. sorry Segway.
0: Uh, no, Patty Jenkins was the director. You're not a murderer, Patty.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Patty.
0: Serial killer Eileen Warnos. Oh, yeah. 1989.
1: Bam. Just at the end of the era. Damn. So, yeah, I'm telling you, it was a wild, wild time. I don't know what was in the water in the 70s and 80s, but, like, shit. It was wild. Okay. So, with that being said, I still stuck with what you were doing. I was not prepared to get into, like... Manson or BTK or any of that because like that's that's a a, lot of stuff that's a lot of stuff like that's like a multi-part episode like and i don't know if we're there yet i i I feel like i don't think we are i I feel like we're just gonna we're just yeah we're just we're just you know dipping our toe in the murder pool
0: like the talking about murder pool not not the
1: actual committing murder pool
0: okay just dipping the toe in the murder pool dipping
1: the toe so um i am gonna cover a serial killer but um it's A story that I hadn't heard, like so I hadn't heard of this person before I started researching. Um, So I was just kind of curious about it, and it's it's almost more wild because there's not so much about the crimes themselves, but kind of like what happened after. So we're just gonna gonna get into it.
0: A B list serial killer?
1: Um, I don't know if it's a B list. I I think that probably in Um, London, it's probably a a lot more popular.
0: Oh, so cross the pond.
1: Yes. Cross the pond. Okay. So let's set the scene a little bit. It's February, 1983, London. And a man named Dennis Nielsen writes his landlord and tells him, you know what? I'm not going to pay my rent until you clear the drains. They're getting all clogged up here in my Cranley Gardens home. And I'm not paying the rent until you clear it out.
0: I feel like that's a reasonable request. Yeah.
1: So, right. You don't want you all sorts of stuff backing yeah, up if your in the, water in the Yeah, water doesn't drain down yeah, your gross, sink. Yeah. Like... Who knows what's happening there? So, Palmer is called out, um, and he finds a horrifying, horrifying scene. Um, he pulls out of the drain on the side of the yard it, some small bones and a substance that's creepily similar to flesh.
0: Wait, a drain outside the house? Yes. Oh, I was picturing like a sink drain.
1: No, it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a pipe on the side, like a drainage pipe that okay. on the side that's you know, I and like everything's flooding. Okay, so this guy like freaks Pulls out. out.
0: Bones and. Yeah. A flesh-like substance. Yeah.
1: Guy freaks out, calls his boss, and is like, yikes. And so the boss comes out later that evening. Um, and, you know, there are, he's out there looking, and then the neighbors are all looking, because it's kind of, you know, a, a kerfuffle at this point. Um, they didn't and, call the cops. Well, they're trying to figure out what it is. It's not clear okay. at this point, right? You know, it's like a gelatinous material and some, some bones. Like, maybe it's a bird. Who knows, right? Okay. So... Um Dennis the person who originally calls this in is like, ugh, this looks like somebody's been flushing some KFC down the toilet." Right? That's his thought. Okay. Okay.
0: Sorry. I'm very inquisitive today. Okay. They have KFC in London?
1: Apparently, cuz that was his comment.
0: All right. <laughs> that that's so so far most surprising thing I've heard. <laughs>
1: Okay, so the next day, they do end up calling out the police because they can't really identify exactly what this is, right? Um, unfortunately, when the police get out there, a large amount of what was there the night before is mysteriously gone. There's still stuff there, but it's not as much as it was. Um, the cops look at it, and they're like, yeah, mm-hmm, pretty sure that's human. Pretty sure. Uh, so they, you know, call in a pathologist, they get it sent to the lab, and it is confirmed, yep, that's definitely uh, human remains, uh, a portion of that gelatinous material is skin, and it actually is clear enough that it has a ligature mark on it, like they can tell somebody was like, it was neck skin and somebody was strangled. Ew. Yeah. Nasty. Okay. So...
0: So somebody snuck out there and stole skin and bones? Ugh. Ugh. Gross.
1: Gibidy <laughs> gibbies. So okay. the
0: murderer is still around.
1: Yeah. So, the police go back to the apartment building and they're going to interview the residents, right? So it's like a house, but it's like broken. Think about like our yeah. Portsmouth house, right? It was like a, what is it? Not a quadplex. I almost called it a quadplex. What is it when it's split into I four? Know. I
0: don't know. There's an actual word for that.
1: Okay. So like a duplex but four apartments. <laughs>
0: a quadplex
1: a quadplex okay so um they you know are talking to some of the residents um and they make it to dennis nielsen's apartment um and they go in and there is a foul smell and the lead investigator dci peter j is like don't mess me around where's the rest of the bodies?" And uh, Nielsen doesn't even hesitate, doesn't bat an eye, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, you're going to find the remains of three people in my apartment. You're going to see some bags that are in that tea chest over there, uh, and some more in the drawer in the the bedroom.
0: Crime solved. Yeah. That guy must have been like, well, this was absurdly easy.
1: Yeah. Wild. So, driving to the police station, you know, they're, you know, just escorting him, you know, (laughs) click, click, click you know yeah. cuffs throw them in off they go um nielsen they actually ask him how many individuals like have you you killed you said that there's three people like is it just the, like just the three like well, what we what are we dealing with here um and he said yeah um i i've killed you know 15 or 16 different people uh starting back in in 1978
0: now he's as, a, as for a while a, yeah
1: so yeah reminder 1983 at this point so he's been just killing people killing people
0: a good eight-year run
1: yeah absolutely so um that's
0: not actually eight years is it what time i didn't do the math 83 to
1: 78 five-year run yeah
0: yeah yeah way to go james
1: math is the math isn't math come on brain think of things be so smart okay so um Nielsen is, like, wildly open during this interrogation confession, like, whatever. They, they put him in, like, not even an interrogation room. They just, like, pop him in the lead investigator's office. They call in a counsel for him, and he's, like, he ends up dismissing him because he's, like, you're just, every time he goes to say something, the lawyer's, like, uh, don't, no don't, don't, don't answer that. Don't answer that. And he's, like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to just tell them. It's kind of. A relief at this point. Let me just get it off my chest. And the lawyer's constantly like, "No, don't, no, don't, don't do that." And so finally, he's like, uh, "You can go, cause you're just getting in the way at this point." Kicks the lawyer out.
0: Okay, this guy's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he had targeted mostly homeless individuals, those that were, you know, addicted to drugs. He would lure them in, you know, at you know bars or whatever, and you know, say, "Oh, like I'll buy you a drink. Oh, you know, like you know, we're just." chilling, hanging out. Why don't you come back? Like, you can stay at my, you know, my apartment until, you know, you, you know, get on your feet. And then um, he would strangle them.
0: That's, yeah, you're not getting back on your feet from that. No. Uh-uh.
1: Uh-uh. Um, and he actually lived somewhere else prior to the apartment at Cranley Gardens. Um, and he hid people, bodies, remains, underneath the floorboards. So they were able to identify eight separate individuals from those remains that they did find at that home. So
0: so we're at 11 total.
1: Yeah. So they end up, all in all, they're able to identify 12. Okay. So just an FYI there, they were able to get and identify 12, but I'm kind of jumping ahead in my notes. So don't throw me off track.
0: Sorry, I just have questions. I'm, I'm trying to do math over here. No, yeah. After I botched that five wrong so badly, I well, you out.
1: said five. You said however many, and I was I like, I yeah, eight. yeah, totally. I said
0: eight, yeah. <laughs> and I got, a, I got a redemption, redemption move yes. here. Yes. It was like, what were the numbers? Oh. That's 11.
1: That is 11. Good mathing. Okay, so um, he just told them like, so, again, you have eight people underneath the floorboard, so...
0: Plus the original three and a mystery one. Spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> he he uh, said that he was worried That's about...
0: 12. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I
1: can't even with your mathing right now. Um, so, he was worried about the smell that the remains would cause, so he would actually burn the bodies. So... I was thinking to myself, like, well, that's also going to smell. But he would put a tire on top of the pile when he was burning. So then when people were like, oh, what's that smell? He's like, oh, I'm burning these tires.
0: I mean, okay. Yeah. It's just like, where, where are you burning a pile of bodies? Like, you just grabbed a barrel full of bodies, brought it outside, threw a tire on it. Right. Struck a match. Yep just i feel like somebody should have caught on to that beforehand
1: yeah so um and when the police were like what the fuck why did you do this yeah um he was like well i really don't know and i was hoping you could tell me wow yeah he also for most of the interview insisted that he could not remember any of the victims names he's like yeah i feel really bad about that but can't like, don't know don't know, was, uh,
0: was body, don't know what to tell you it was you no John uh, it was a J name I'm pretty sure there was a J name
1: yeah so he was able to um remember one name um Stephen and so the police you know good old-fashioned police work they were able to like look at missing persons reports and like do a bunch of stuff and they were able to identify um the person that one the first who Stephen up, right was. Yeah, yeah who Stephen was. So, um, they went to work from what they had from his confession, the autopsy. Um, the autopsy did reveal that Nielsen did strangle his victims, but that's not actually how they died. Their cause of death was drowning. So what he would do is he would strangle them and then drown them once they were unconscious.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And you know what's this really... Guy is thorough. Yeah. You know what's super, super wild?
0: I he mean, was... more than... More than twelve dead bodies burning in a barrel. Yeah. And the strangle drowning.
1: He was a former police officer.
0: Oh. Well that explains why he was so thorough.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He must have just wanted to get caught because like you're just leaving bodies rotting in your in your place.
1: And, Someone oh, should and, have smelled
0: dead guy. And
1: don't don't forget the fact that he he's called the, the one pace, he isn't Yes.
0: There. uh somebody, not me, has been flushing weird stuff down the drain.
1: Yeah. So, um,
0: how th- old was he? Was he like older? Uh, Do you, you know? know, that's
1: a super good question. I don't have, no, I guess if he
0: was a former police officer, he going to be, yeah, held, I don't have his years. age, okay. um,
1: in here. Sorry, that's okay. Um, so the arrest was highly publicized. I mean, like, serial killer, it's gonna be all of Yeah, the you're place, making right? the headlines. Yeah, and so, um, it turns out that he actually did not murder all of his victims. So a victim came forward and said that Dennis had tried to kill him and he had um, strangled him. But and he he was actually able to get away. Like in the whole thing, the whole fight, he was able to get away. He went to the police, but when they investigated it and they went to to back to Nielsen's house, um, Nielsen was able to convince them that it was a lover's tiff and uh, sent him on his way and they actually apologized to him for wasting his time wow yeah Mm -hmm.
0: you know the the first cops we met seemed like they were doing a good job that guy not so much
1: not so much not so much um there was another person who he actually did the same thing he was able to strangle them
0: i'm sorry sometimes my brain takes a minute to process things like you were trying to strangle him to death.
1: Yeah. He basically was like, Oh, we just got in an argument and uh, things he just got rope around heated his neck and next and... thing you know,
0: he got away. And they're like, Oh, our bad, sir.
1: Yeah. Like, because at that point, um, still like a domestic charge, right? Like
0: Some sort of assault?
1: Yeah. Nah. Nothing. 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 And he got an apology. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Wild. Wild. Hmm. So um, there was another victim who he had actually um, strangled, partially drowned, and so he was he would like to like hang out with the bodies after um, oh, he this killed guy keeps them. Yeah, getting grosser yeah. and grosser. Um, and so he had a dog who he he loved, and when he was actually under arrest, he was like very. He was like, "Can somebody go check on my dog?" And they were like um let's just talk about the people you murdered like let's focus on that yeah um and so but anyway so the dog came over and like started licking the
0: the guy that he thought was dead
1: thought was dead and the guy like stirred and so nielsen revives him like he does like cpr revives him and then like they just like chill together and the guy goes off and he had like it Be- had done like memory damage to him, and so like he didn't really fully recall exactly what had happened. Nielsen was like, "Oh yeah, you just passed out, you just went down," <laughs> huh. and so he was able to, you know, under like therapy and stuff, recall some of like the memories and everything, and he was able to testify uh, against.
0: Okay, um, well, that's uh, good. Nielsen. Yeah, I mean, so, I can't imagine you much testimony though. No. Other than his own of being like, I've murdered all these people.
1: But what's wild, though, is that he did, he pleaded guilty to manslaughter, but based off of a diminished capacity.
0: Oh, so like...
1: Yeah, he was like, well, let's just see if they think I'm insane and I can kind of get away with this. So he could not, in fact, get away with this. Um... He was found guilty of six counts of murder and two counts of attempted murder. Um, and he was sentenced to life. Good. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um,
0: the, it, it seems like a very docile murderer, though.
1: It was, it was such a weird... it's so bizarre,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, like, oh, you were dead and my dog woke you up? CPR. Like, you're the guy that killed him.
1: Yeah. And they were never really able to... I mean, th- there's... I'm sure all sorts of psychological reports and stuff and whatnot. Um, I watched a fascinating three-part um, miniseries on him. It's called Des. It's on Prime, um, and it, it was it was really really fascinating. And one of the things that was so horrifying about it was that he was just like so nonchalant about everything and obviously it's an actor portrayal but it's
0: but i mean from what you said he just sounds very matter of fact about everything. it's like yeah. oh well yeah there is those other bodies at the old house
1: exactly like or even like the oh yeah there's like 15 or 16 again they were only able to identify individual remains for 12 different people but
0: <laughs> but still i mean <laughs> a dozen that's a solid that's a solid rap sheet
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And it's really, really kind of devastating again because of the, you know, he he preyed on the homeless. He preyed on the drug addicted. Um, And so, you know, the way that they were able to identify these were a lot of times missing person cases, but they were only ever able to identify eight out of all of the victims. So I'm going to read their names. Um, Graham Allen, Malcolm Barlow, Martin Duffy, Stephen Holmes, John Howlett, Kenneth Ockadin, Stephen Sinclair, and William Sutherland. Um, And Kenneth Ockadin is actually um, a pretty big one. Uh, He was related to someone of high power in Canada. And I meant to go back and do some research specifically on Kenneth Ockadin, but that's actually where they decided to go forward and pursue the murder charge so they basically were able to submit a filing and say okay we know that these individuals are victims of his where we've been able to definitively definitively identify you know their remains um and these are the people that we're filing against to say these six individuals are who he murdered um and so After Kenneth Ockenton was identified, they basically had enough higher – the powers that be said, okay – Let's just submit it here, um, even though we have other victims that haven't been identified yet. Um, because somebody
0: with some money or power wanted their justice.
1: Exactly. Um, so it it is kind of unfortunate that um, they haven't been able to identify the rest of the remains. I, I know they've been doing a lot of work with um, older cases and going back um, where they have, you know, Jane Doe's and things like that. Um, and doing like genetic testing on them and so the, basically they'll do a, fi- a familial dna where they can use things like ancestry.com or 23andme um and see if there's someone in that those databases that, oh, that matches match yeah That's and then we wild. can say hey yeah you have a family member that may uh, you know have been a victim of a crime at some point point. and so it's really you know i i know there's you know we can get into a whole discussion on exactly what you know the privacy and things like that of, you know, retaining that genetic data in databases for ancestry.com and 23andme and all that. Um, but it is doing some some good. Um, and there's a the Jane Doe project does a lot of um, work and so at some point you know maybe in the show notes this week I can post some information about the Jane Doe project, but what they do is try to research um, you know victims of crimes that you know, where they haven't been identified and, you know, family members haven't been able to get answers. Um, and they they look into those databases to see if they can find matches, which is really just kind of a cool thing. So again, I just wanted to read through the victims that had been identified, um, to, you know, make them make them known. Um, and, and just it's it is really kind of a sad story that we don't have everybody else's um, So I'm identified. assuming he
0: was found guilty.
1: Yep, he was found guilty, sentenced to life, sin.
0: Still sitting yep. in the Tower of London or wherever? Yep. I don't know what they do for jail in I don't know. It's probably not the Tower of London anymore. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's the the crazy, crazy story of Dennis Nielsen, who, um, again, apparently liked to go by Dez, which is what uh, the prime, the the amazon prime special uh on him i was gonna ask you that yeah so it was actually it was really really cool i did feel a little bit creepy um because i was watching it at cheer practice (laughs) (laughs) um i did have headphones in so not everybody had to listen to it but um yeah so but it's really if you get a chance to watch it it's it's pretty fascinating
0: you know and i don't know this is important but it feels like at that time there was probably so many more high profile serial killers in america yeah he, I mean,
1: again, it was... I had never...
0: I bet you he got... He was trying to get attention and finally gave up and was like, you know what, fuck it. Come clear the drain.
1: Well, you know, it's it's kind of wild because, like, he well, because, did like, those, go... like,
0: big serial killer people. A lot of yeah. the times that they say is, like, oh, don't put them on on watch exactly. because, like, it feeds uh-huh. their ego and whatnot.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's what... I, so the book that Brian Masters wrote... So, uh, yeah, let's just go back to that Brian Masters story a little bit. Um, he was able to do the... Um, Exclusive with Nielsen, um, and do like kind of um, a biography, autobiography, um, and he the book is called Killing for Company, and it talks about you know like how he wanted somebody um, to to be with, and um, the well, thought I mean, he of had them twelve chances and he killed them, <laughs> and the thought of them leaving was why you know like that you know that they wouldn't be a lasting relationship and that that may have been why Just keep he killed them keeping
0: the floorboards
1: yeah right so yeah, he but didn't, he didn't
0: turn him into a doll
1: yes that is correct throw back to correct. episode 2 <laughs> but it was kind of cool cuz you know a lot of people gave masters a lot of shit for you know going and chilling with a serial killer and you know the you know, in the Prime series, and I don't know how accurate it is, but uh, Nielsen's all mad because for his first day in court, they brought him a suit, but they didn't give him a tie. So Masters lets him wear his tie for his like court appearances. Like they were friends. Um, but Brian was able to, to share his notes and help um, identify more victims. And, you know, like, I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know that I'd want to sit down and interview a serial killer.
1: Yeah, no. Mm-mm. I mean, I've, I... I, you know, you, I like true crime. I like hearing all sorts. It doesn't have to be a murder. Um, I like listening to all sorts of true crime just because, like, the thought that people, like, that exists in the world just kind of boggles my mind. Um, but I don't think I would ever, I could ever just sit and chat with a serial killer.
0: Like, across the table no, as thanks. you're typing?
1: Yeah. No, thank you.
0: So, what was your childhood like?
1: <laughs> Probably yeah. pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's something I'll have in common.
1: So, Anyway, that is your transgression. What you got for me for tidings?
0: All the way from England. Sorry, I'm just still processing. I'm okay. just a second. L- well, hand, hit me just... with your questions. I'm just making sure I understand this guy right. Like, that's got to be what it was, right? Like, he just wanted attention. Like, they always say that in the news, right? Yeah. But, like, I'm always like, is it though, or are they just a psycho? It could be both, apparently.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it gets definitely into, like, the nature versus nurture thing, right? Like, and and there have been a lot of studies that looked at I, it. And, and some, it's s- a combination of both i think
0: i also feel like someone should have smelled rotting bodies in his apartment
1: yeah the whole covering it with a tire like i still well
0: even that but then also he had four bodies or three bodies in, the, in the place where they flushed him yeah like that doesn't smell great yeah Uh. Uh-uh. like see something say something right smell something say something smells
1: well like do you want to go back to the time that you smelled a dead body and didn't say i anything?
0: mean i guess
1: Let's tell that well, story. Well, I guess
0: I didn't say anything, yeah. Fair point. Well, I literally was Shame like, "Oh me. my
1: god, you all are the dirtiest individuals. Something smells horrific." And you were like, "What?"
0: <laughs> I mean, we got to tell the story.
1: Go back and tell the story.
0: <laughs> okay. So, when I was in college, we moved off campus and we got a an apartment, I guess. Yeah. But it was it was above a, a seafood restaurant. A fish market up in Maine. Which, it was
1: on the most beautiful little island, like every window you looked out of this apartment, you could see the water. And it was gorgeous.
0: And like and we were basically poor, so it was like super nice.
1: But it was a super good deal because you were on top of a fish market.
0: <laughs> yeah. So when we first moved in there it was it was summer. And you know, we'd been there for a minute. I don't know, a week or two, maybe maybe a little bit longer. No, you like had been month. there
1: for yeah, you have been there for a little while because I. Uh, the well, when, all moved when in we first moved in, you like couldn't you
0: smell it. anything. Nothing smelled bad. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, bleh, done, right? And you could walk to the bars from there, which was also an added benefit. Yeah. Um, and then, I guess it was like a month or two after we lived there. Yeah. And it started to smell funky. You used to get every once in a while, like the breeze would blow, blow a certain direction, and it was, and just it was like so oh, bad. It was, it was just nasty. Yeah,
1: and. I went away for a weekend with my sisters and my mom. And when I got back, I was walking into the apartment and that breeze caught and I was like gagging on my way up the stairs. And I got to your apartment and I was like, what the hell smells so disgusting?
0: And so we just assumed that... It's a fish market. Maybe it was like they were bringing fish in now and they weren't before. Fuck, I don't know, right? I, I was young and stupid. Yeah. And like my initial thought on smelling it was it? It smelled like dead bodies, right? And at the time, I must have been twenty three, yeah, four. I don't know, but not too long separated from the well, military. Yeah, it was. And too- like, I was petrified to tell my roommates it that it like smells dead like dead bodies, bodies yeah. right? Because then I think like I'm the crazy one.
1: Yeah, well, and, and so
0: like I didn't say anything.
1: And roommate number two had um, a nightmare, right? Like, wasn't he like? Talking about how he kept dreaming about dead guys or whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and so, whenever I would take the dog out, the dog would go to that door and look just, at it. She was like a hound mix. Yeah. And she would go buck wild Howl. at that door howling and trying to claw at it. And I'm like, leave the fucking neighbors alone, right? Go for a walk or whatever.
1: Well, because she, she howled at a lot of things. Like, let's not say that yeah, like, it was like a but, rare occurrence for her to be howling. But like, she knew what was up. Yeah.
0: And I just didn't want to sound crazy. Yeah. And so come to pass at the time I was just bartending. I'm not sure if I was in class or not. Or maybe if I did, but either way, I was home in the middle of the day is the version. Yeah. Is what's important here. (laughs) And we have these two big windows behind our couch. And so my dog, Kira, would always just stick her head out those windows to watch everybody go by. And I'm sitting in there playing video games, minding my own business. (laughs) When I hear somebody yelling from outside, Hey! Hey, with the dog. With the dog. You're with the dog. (laughs) I'm like, kind of looking around, like, what the fuck? And so I sit up and I turn around and look out those big windows. And there's like three cop cars outside. And there's a cop yelling at me, Hey, you with the dog? <laughs> and so I yell back, Yeah, what's up? You know?
1: Because <laughs> that's how you should talk to cops. And he's
0: like, Can you come down here? We need to talk to you. No. <laughs> and I was like, What? And he's like, Is that your dog? I'm like, Yeah, it's my dog. I was like, I'll be right down. So I come downstairs. And the downstairs apartment door that the dog was barking at is now wide open. And I make my way outside. It smells awful. And the cops are asking me about the dog. And I'm like, they're like, are you sure that's your dog? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it's my dog. She's lived with me for like two years. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, well, we just found your downstairs neighbor dead in his apartment. And he supposedly had a dog, but we can't find the dog
1: but luckily i will say he never had the dog at the apartment yeah so when they notified the family the family was like "Oh uh, yeah he has a dog but
0: but so yeah so then i was like yeah no definitely not his dog not his dog this dog. is my dog <laughs> and what do you mean there's a dead body downstairs
1: yeah i mean they had to like pull out the well because the and... cops wouldn't
0: give me any details like sir we can't give you any details on it it's like... like what do you mean man like i live here like you gotta give me something
1: yeah and they're
0: Like it was appears to be natural causes. I'm like, okay, it appears to be natural causes because well, you don't know if someone, if someone got yeah. murdered downstairs. That changes like, things. Oh yo, yeah,
1: you want it? Yeah.
0: So we go back inside. Whatever. I immediately call my roommates, yo. and I'm like, oh my god, guys, remember that smell downstairs? It was definitely a dead body. The old guy downstairs, they found him dead. Anyway, so the cops end up leaving. They take the body. Yada, yada. I'm talking to one of the one of the other people that live in the building, and. The landlord. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, guys, like, what's the deal? And they're like, oh, it was awful. We've been, He missed his rent, so I put a piece of tape on the door, this was Scott, to see if it had opened or not. Yeah. And after four days, it hadn't moved. And, and I was like, okay, let me call the cops. i We're going to go inside.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And they found him dead, like, tipped over backwards in his office chair. Ugh. And just decomposing. Uh, they and they just got to tell me, he's like, Oh, it's awful. He's like, It went through the carpet, it's into the subfloor. it's soaked into the wood.
1: Oh my god! Yeah,
0: so they had to go in there and like remove all the carpet, remove the sub floor, like do all that uh, crap, then re- like redid it all. And eventually, somebody else moved in there.
1: They didn't tell them.
0: Ah, you're stealing my thunder. Oh, sorry, <laughs> damn. <laughs> They were, like, a younger couple, roughly the same age as us, and, like, me and my roommates were upstairs drinking one night, and we're like, well, just come on up here and hang out. They're like, okay, so they came by, and we started talking, and we're all just, you know, bullshitting to know each other, and then finally, I can't remember who one of us was like, so kind of crazy that you guys live in that dead guy apartment, and they're like, the what? Like, you guys live in the dead guy apartment. They're like, why are you calling it that? Why are you calling it that? They had no idea that someone had died in there.
1: I I feel like that's something you have to disclose, isn't it? Like, is it like... I don't know,
0: though, because it wasn't... It was natural causes. It wasn't a crime, right?
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know if that makes sense. Well, I feel like
1: I've... Because I remember talking um, with our realtor friend, and um, I think it's something weird in... Maybe it's just in Texas. I don't know. We'll have to... We'll have to ask him, but... um, I think it's only you have to, if somebody asks, has somebody died in this home, they have to say yes or no, but they don't have to disclose it unless you specifically ask.
0: That's so creepy, though. That's so creepy. Yeah, but they were living in the dead guy apartment, I had absolutely no idea. Ugh, and we guy. told them, and they were looked like, I don't
1: they think looked I... like ghosts, isn't that what <laughs> They looked like ghosts. Yeah. yeah i don't think i oh yeah i don't think i could. I, I wouldn't want to do that if i found no. that out i would be
0: like i would like out of my lease please please let but also me the go. places were really nice for the price yeah um but anyways yeah that's all that's my that's my anecdote for today oh my god finding the dead guy apartment
1: dead guy apartment um, all right so let's news let's, for you yeah you want, some, get, you want tell, some, news? Tell me some news what you got
0: biggest thing for me this week okay is the u.s swap at a prisoner swap with russia yeah. They traded to get Britney Griner home safe, which I think is great. I think every American in prison abroad, if it was unfairly, bring him home. Yeah. Due for process. Sure. For sure. I'm for all sure. about that. But, like, what a one sided trade. We got a WNBA player, and they got somebody whose nickname is the Merchant of Death.
1: Yeah. That the was Merchant a bad deal. of
0: Death? Like, you don't even have to know anything about this guy. If, if, the, if David, the world refers yeah. to you as the merchant of death, you shouldn't be swapped out for a basketball player. No. Period.
1: No. I just, yeah, I know that they that everybody's thing is like, oh, well.
0: No, like, I'm glad she's home. I'm not. Yeah. But, like, you could, like look at the cost. He, he went back to Russia, and the first thing he did was like, oh, I'm looking forward to joining the fight against Ukraine. Yeah. Well, of course he is. He's an arms dealer. Yeah. Merchant of Death, for Christ's sake. Ugh. I think Nicolas Cage played him in a movie. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, ugh, I wish I would have had the name written down. I don't. Hold on a second. To the Bing machine.
1: Hello, Bing. Come on, Bing. Do your thing. <laughs> That's
0: it. Yeah, that should be the commercial. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Lord of War is the movie.
1: Lord of War.
0: Yeah, but he basically yeah, plays Yeah, like him. if you so this, have this guy, a movie made well, actually so here's about how
1: crazy of a war criminal you are.
0: So what he did is, like, before he was arrested, there were, like, tribal disputes in Africa that were being fought with, like, swords or machetes, right? But, like, very low... Tech. Tech. And he went in there and sold everybody, like, AKs and rocket launchers. Oh, my God. He supplied more... He he was finally arrested. I want to say he was selling anti-aircraft missiles. Oh, jeez. Like, where do you even come across those to sell those? Let alone find the market for it. Like, that guy's in with all sorts of bad people.
1: Yeah. Because if
0: you could not... afford an anti-aircraft missile and you thought you needed it... Yeah. Like, you're not just some... You're not some guys in the corner selling drugs, right? Like, you're you're talking, like, war. Like, actual no-shit war.
1: Yeah. It's... That he was
0: selling stuff for. Like, that's... That's insane. That's, yeah. I mean, it's...
1: And, and again, I, like, like you're saying, I, I, you know, we don't want anybody in prison abroad that doesn't deserve to be there but this is it's you can't have somebody like that out of prison able to get involved in in war <laughs> I mean, Wait,
0: so he was selling them to uh farc rebels in Colombia. oh my god yeah victor bout the merchant of death back home in mother russia and then after they make the swap, you see the news comes out and says, like, oh, Pentagon fears the merchant of death is going to restart his old arms business. No way. No fucking way.
1: Wow. Because that would be a wild jump to conclusion. No. Like, that's, that's like, the guy. Like, that's what he Of course he's going to he restart
0: his arms business. He's selling off old Soviet weapons.
1: Well, and like, what?
0: Like, the Russia knows he's doing it. He's probably, they're probably getting a cut of it.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, like, there's no... Like, basically, he served, what, like, 11 years of the 25-year sentence? I
0: think so, yeah. That's just, like... It's crazy. He was arrested in 2008, I think. That's... Yeah. So, maybe not 11 years, maybe more. But, either way, like, you... Get them home, but, like... Yeah. Come on, guys. Do better. Really? Really? We thought that was a good idea. Let's let's uh, like there was nobody else. Unleash the merchant of death. There was
1: nobody else that we could we could give them.
0: That's all they would take. I mean, I was watching something about it, and basically they were like, "Oh no, Russia was like, this is the deal. You don't like it, leave. Then leave.
1: Find find another route to get her out.
0: Something right, like
1: like you can't you can't release the merchant of death. I'm sorry. No,
0: that's that's just bonkers to me. Like. I mean, th- there's other news, but that that to me was, like, mind-boggling. It I just... Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: I, I wonder how Rini Griner feels about it. Like, oh, if she's, that was she's, me... She's,
0: she's never going to have to play basketball again. She's going to get a book deal, a movie deal, a Lifetime TV special. But, okay, and, but, and like, and past honest, all but, that. Like, like... But, like, you think she's, like... If it's just about her as an individual... Do you think she's worried the Merchant of Death is back out there or more excited that she's home and free?
1: I don't know. I would be more worried that the Merchant of Death is out there. I'd be like, then no. You I... being
0: stuck in a Russian prison? Yeah. Um, For what it's worth, if if, they, if, if the decision was solely James and they were like, what do you think? And I'd be like, send Victor back home, give him back my wife.
1: I Fair enough. Fair enough. I get that. But I also, like, I, I don't... That amount of thinking about what he would be able to do—I don't know if I could live with that amount of guilt.
0: Yeah, Russian jail. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Right. Granted, granted. Right. I've never been. I've never been in a prison, let alone a Russian prison. So.
0: But like, that's the one they use for hyperbole, right? Like when they're like, "Oh." Well, and she was like
1: sentenced to like manual labor or something ridiculous, right?
0: I I don't know, but she's like six foot five and an athlete, right? Like it should. Shouldn't be that bad. This is a workout, <laughs> but also like, don't try to sneak pot through Russia if yeah. you know it's against the law, right? Like, yeah, I like feel the like Merchant that was of Death is free because she you... wanted to get high in Russia,
1: Ugh.
0: and like, just buy it there, but don't bring it to the plane, like you dumbass. Yeah, you're guaranteed to go through security. Check that there. wasn't
1: one of those things like where they like put it in her bag or anything like that. That was actually hers, right?
0: Yeah, all right, that was actually hers. And then like, that's stupid. the other part is like they told her like, oh just plead guilty we'll get you a deal.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. You're Russia.
0: <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Like you don't want to be in jail there. Um other news.
1: What you got for me?
0: Other news this week is you have a World Cup going on still? Yeah.
1: Semifinals. Croatia, what you doing? That's
0: exciting. Yeah. You had some big teams get knocked out that people were not expecting. Brazil, right? Brazil out. England, out. So it's French and, France and Morocco, French, France and Morocco (laughs) and Argentina and Croatia. And so.
1: I kind of like, I kind of want to root for Croatia right now just because they knocked out Brazil and that was unexpected and I feel like I'm rooting for the underdog.
0: I was going to say Morocco. It's the first African team to ever reach (gasps) the semifinals. final. Do it, Morocco! Right? Like hopefully that works out for them. So it's been exciting to watch. You know what? I just
1: hope everyone has fun.
0: Crazy football matches. Oh, you with
1: the football soccer thing.
0: Um, That's exciting. Yep. And then getting ready to be the end of the year. Yeah. So. uh,
1: That calendar doing its thing. Just keeps on. Keep it (laughs) on. Won't quit.
0: Craziness. (laughs) Craziness. Yeah. Obviously, Russia and Ukraine still going at it. Yeah. That has not changed at all. Mm -hmm. And lately in the news now you start seeing more stories pop up about China and Taiwan. They haven't done anything on it yet.
1: I'm just waiting for that one.
0: So eyeballs on that. And then you had a U.S. senator Cinema. Um, I think is how you say her name? Yep. From Arizona? Mm-hmm. Leave the Democratic Party to be an independent? To be an independent. Which I feel like is just like a, an election stunt, like trying to get yeah. more votes?
1: Well, because they're saying that Arizona is like they have like a very, very high ratio of people that's like that are switching to the independent party
0: so yeah i think she's just trying to pull votes by being like oh no i'm not really but in her
1: say, she was like uh my voting is not going to change nothing changes for me personally nothing changes for the state of arizona but i was like well then why'd you do it like why does it matter what are you doing
0: yeah exactly and then the last thing if you're on twitter They've been releasing these
1: Twitter files. The Twitter files. The Twitter files. Which, like, I hope somebody like puts together like a show about it. I like think the I X think Files, be a, but the Twitter files. Like a
0: TV files. show or a book or something, because it's it's digging into it. It's yeah. been wild that like. Yeah. They had levels in place to screen for you know against violations of their rules, and then there was a second smaller group that didn't need any sort of approvals. They were just like, nope. Whatever is fine. And then they weren't even just always blocking it. They would just, like, make it so it wouldn't be retweeted, so it wouldn't show up in trending. Well, like, like the were, shadow ban thing, right? Yeah, they were, yeah, thing, they were right? messing around with stuff on the back end of it, which is, like, what they were saying early on. And they were like, no, no, we would never do that.
1: No, that's not like, a thing. They were that's definitely doing that. That's a conspiracy thing. And it's like, no, that was actually happening.
0: Yeah, I'm just a big free speech person. I, I, I don't care what your opinion is, but, like, I mean... You have your personal reasoning. thoughts on what yeah.
1: opinions are, but, like, everybody's allowed to have an opinion, even if you're stupid.
0: Yeah, and like their justifications for it didn't really yeah meet the bar yeah. that they had set.
1: Yeah, their own bar. So
0: they just like, moved, you they set just the, moved bar. the bar, which yeah. I think is just for really different shitty. people. For different yeah. people. And and it wasn't the same for everybody and like whether you're not you agree with it, I, I understand Twitter is a private company and yada yada yada. But like you're basically But if you're a, gonna a, you're a communication source. You're you're you you are you can not then Apply rules for one and not the other.
1: Exactly. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing.
0: I didn't like that at all. No. And then in the financial world, you've got inflation still kind of hanging around. (laughs) Years ending, though, so we'll see what they do. Mm. Uh, The new base case in America for next year is a recession. That's what they're expecting. So I don't know how bad that's going to look. But keep your eyes on that. Keep your eyes on your money. Don't trade basketball players for arms dealers.
1: No, don't do that. Mm -mm. Don't
0: be a serial killer. Don't
1: be a serial killer. Don't... Call the... Well, yeah, no, definitely call the cops on yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I was going
0: to say... I started saying
1: it, and then I was like, no, that's not really what I mean.
0: (laughs) No, do call the cops on yourself if you're a serial killer. Call
1: the cops on yourself if you're a serial killer.
0: Yeah. I think that's everything for this week, though. I mean... Welcome back, episode nine. Yeah, took you all the way to London Town in the nineteen eighties.
1: Yeah, and seventies, eighties. Yep, and the 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 research that I'm doing for next week um, was a special request from a listener.
0: Oh, listener request next week.
1: Listener request. Yeah, first so, ever
0: listener request. I know.
1: If you guys have requests, please email us at.
0: She gave me the look to say the email address. Uh, Tidings n the letter N, transgressions at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, or you can follow us on Instagram at at... Oh. Tidings and transgressions.
0: Yeah, I think that's all we got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed the show. TNT out! Bye!